How's it going? This is Andy. I'm pastor at Water's Edge Church. And uh, in a few hours, I will be speaking at the memorial for Olivia. And I thought this could be an opportunity just to share a bit of the eulogy that I have written. Uh, there's some words added uh, by Tim Bolish, as well as who's uh, Olivia's uh, boyfriend and her older sister, Annie. Um, so I'm just going to share what I wrote for those who couldn't made it, and uh, let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to the memorial for our daughter, sister, niece, cousin, aunt, friend, and beloved, Olivia Andrade Nobre. Again, I'm Andy, a friend and pastor to Olivia. The scriptures talk about there being a season for all things, to be born, to die, to plant and uproot, to laugh and to weep, to dance and to mourn. But for Olivia, your season is short. It's too short. There's more planting to be done by you, more laughter to be shared with you, more dancing around you. And therefore, this is a sad time. With death, a lot of questions can arise. Questions like why and what could I have done? And the only answer we really have is this, I am really sad. I am sad. God, we miss her, Jesus, we want her here. Now, the answer is we need to say these words. We need to pray these words, Lord, I'm really sad. This is the day to grieve. This is the time to grieve. When we don't allow ourselves to deeply mourn this tremendous loss, we get stuck and in denial. We can say some radically inaccurate statements about God, the God that Olivia loves. Statements like God needs or needed Olivia, or this is part of God's plan. Now God loves Olivia, no doubt. And Olivia loves God, this is not part of God's plan. I take solace that the two are together right now, but God doesn't need Olivia right now. God loves her and loved her life. The scripture I want to share today is, is, is simple and yet potentially the most profound there is. It's only two words found in the Gospel of John, the 11th chapter, verse 35. The two words are this, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. In Portuguese, that's Jesus Charu. Jesus wept. When Jesus walks into reality that someone he loved died, someone is like family to him. He doesn't ignore his pain, doesn't give a sermon. Jesus certainly doesn't try to rationalize the situation. Jesus, the God of the universe, does the most human thing and the most godly thing one can do in that situation. Jesus weeps. God weeps over death. Therefore, God died so that death would no longer reign, and God rose so that hope would reign, that hope may become the fertile soil of our lives where our love and, yes, our tears can further nourish, nurture, and cultivate. Tears and the sadness beneath them have words of their own. They say, I love Olivia. I love Liv. I love Lee. E amo Olivia. I love Olivia. Sharar which means to weep in Portuguese, communicates, e amo Olivia, 
which means I love her. Again, simple and profound. Tears speak. So what more are tears saying? Well, indeed, our tears say, I miss Olivia, I love Olivia. Tears also communicate that Olivia is such a gift. Such a gift. Tears speak love. This is why the prophet Vision from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I was told Olivia loves Marvel movies. She liked to go into them. He says, what, if, what is grief if not love persevering? Tears speak love. And I just want to pause and give your tears a chance to speak. Give your tears a chance to speak. You see, our tears are communicate something that Olivia has been communicating to us all along. We all know Olivia is kind, beautiful, gentle, patient. We know that she's very brave. She's also an amazing listener. She doesn't stand much for the fluff. She wants to know what's really happening inside of us. What battles are we fighting? She knows that each one of us is fighting. And she wants and wanted us to come as we are so that we would know that we're not alone and still hope exists. All is not lost. She's here. God is here. Now, like Jesus, Olivia lets us know something that is hugely paramount, that we do not have to have it all together. This is what our tears communicate. We don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have it all together to be loved. I don't have to have it all together to be loved. We don't. And if we take hold of that truth that we don't have to have it all together, that is a gift that keeps on giving. That is something she wanted to communicate. She's communicating. And I'll talk about the mystery of my tenses as I speak. But I want to pause again and give your tears a chance to speak, but now to one another. What do you love about Olivia? A practice that we believe is helpful when we process a church is called prayer, parent, share. It is what it says. We take a moment to pray through a question, a thought, a prompt, and then we pair up with one to three people, maybe more, maybe less. I don't know how it could be less, but you know what I mean. And you share with one another what you heard. The prompt is this. What do you love about Lee, Liv, Olivia? Pair up with some people around you. Introduce yourself. Share. But first, take a moment of silence, maybe 15 to 20 seconds, just to pray through what do you love about Olivia? And of course, if you're listening to this, just pray about that and say it out loud. If you're driving in your car, if you're running or walking, walking a dog, running with down the street, just take a moment. Just say, hey, what, what do I love about Olivia? To continue to reflect upon what we love about Olivia, I wanted to invite up two people to speak about Olivia's impact and their love for our lives. 
First is uh, Tim Bollish. He's Olivia's boyfriend. And Tim wrote down what he's going to share. And I'm sure I won't share it with the same gusto here, but the words are here. Let us remember Olivia's life is not defined by tragedy, he writes. It's defined by her courage, her charming smile, her creativity, and her deeply caring and adventurous spirit. By the impact she had on her co-workers, who she inspired and mentored. By her unique intuition and ability to truly listen to and support her friends. By her loyalty and unconditional love for her family. And by the love and affection that I was so fortunate to have her trust with me and I with her. Despite the tears, I'm grateful for her profound influence on my life. Let's remember how she touched all of us and made us better for have knowing, having known her. Today, we let her go and allow her soul to be at peace. We ask you join us in honoring her memory today and always. Those are Tim's words. He may have a story that he shares personally. Now these are uh, Annie Wegerson's, which is uh, her, Olivia's older sister's words. She shares, thank you all for coming today. I'm Olivia's older sister, Annie. I'm here with my husband, Matt, speaking on behalf of our family, our mom and dad and stepmom, our three younger sisters and the dozens of cousins, aunties, uncles, and loved ones in Brazil. Lee was a fun and free-spirited person. We made countless memories together. She's the kind of person that the first time you met her, it seemed like you were already old friends. She lived an incredible life. She traveled all around the world, from Asia to Australia to Denmark and most of Europe. She was incredible at her job, and she knew it. She loved talking about Nuvasive and all her colleagues. Even when I would tell her it was boring, she didn't care. She would still keep telling us work stories over the kitchen counter at our house with an excited look in her eyes. She loved the outdoors, the beach, visiting national parks, hiking, skiing, cycling, and after many years of us trying to convince her to do one with us, triathlons. Some of my favorite memories of her are just us throughout all of our life together, staying up late, watching the same movie we had watched a dozen times, cracking jokes and laughing until we cried. She touched the lives of so many people and always had a positive impact on them. She was the best listener, advice giver, and genuinely caring person. We will all carry her love with us for the rest of our lives. Olivia, I love you, and even though I thought we were going to grow old together, I'm grateful for every moment I got to spend with you. Thank you. So Olivia is someone who lived in the moment. This is clear. And I'm certain that she would have wanted you to live in the moment. Death reminds us that our days are numbered. The call then is to live, and we should take note from lives life, to smile as often as possible, to eat off other people's plates, to write poetry and to dance in the kitchens spontaneously, to travel to places both near and far, to explore nature, to pet a cute dog, and to paddle out in the ocean after dark. And of course, when the, wo the, when the rogue wave of grief when that rogue wave of grief comes comes over you and it will let it wash over you so that you can have the opportunity to say i love you olivia and lord may i see her with you again and of course when we live we're going to make 
mistakes. When we live like this, when we choose to live freely, we're going to make mistakes along the way. But we don't have to have it all together. Olivia knows she made mistakes. We all make mistakes. Olivia also knows that God's love washes over all who make mistakes. She trusts God. She made this Jesus her own. And she lived and lives today because this God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Jesus says, I am not the God of the dead, but of the living. And I've tried maybe imperfectly not to use past tense much when I speak of Olivia and her actions because in Christ she lives. As followers of Jesus, we grieve because we love. We're called to mourn with those who mourn, to sit with each other's pain. When one hurts, everyone hurts. And yet we do not grieve as the world grieves. We do not grieve without hope. We're called to live. Olivia lives in the hands of her cherishing, adoring, forgiving, redeeming Savior, Jesus. So live today and let God's love wash over you even as your tears flow down until we are in Christ. We who are in Christ will see her again. Until that day, we can live with both joy and sorrow. They are dance partners. We can live with both joy and sorrow, just as we are, knowing that we don't have to have it all together. And so we sing Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. I was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears really how precious did that grace appear the hour we first believe when we been there ten thousand years bright shining as the sun we know less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun when I encourage you just to pray with me maybe you're with somebody to wrap your arms around theirs and just pray Lord we miss Olivia you are king you are her God you are the loving father that we all need so would your kingdom come and your will be done today even as we're sad. And Lord, we pray 
as Jesus prayed on the cross, that into your hands we commit Olivia's spirit. Until then, would you give us our daily bread, or would you help us live the forgiven life, forgiving others? Keep us on the righteous path. Deliver us from evil. Allow us the freedom to be sad for you, the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Forever and ever, Olivia is God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.